Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Welcome to Stop Gang Stalking Crimes Activism Call. The goal of this call is to look at ways to go forward and inform the public about these crimes. Taking it, talking about new ideas to win this fight. If you need any help, please let us know, and we will get you the info. All right, I hope everybody's doing great today. Um, I was wondering, last week we did some talking about we need to, people were talking about and mentioned we need to go about it as like a business. I've done a lot of thinking over the last week, and that's definitely the way that we need to try to angle people to start going forward in this fight. And... Uh, I also think it's very, very important that we try to figure out ways to get more people involved on getting out there and uh, passing out flyers and doing the groundwork, putting signs on their rigs and wearing T-shirts. What do you guys think about that? Can you say that again? <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was kind of liking the days here. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Come again, please. We're listening. I said well, for you people that are in days out there. Yeah. <laughs> I said that I've been thinking about the fact that we do get need to get much more business-like. The people that perpetrate this crime and and do it are very organized. We need to get more organized. And the fact of putting signs on your rig, wearing T-shirts and passing out flyers is going great. As you guys know, I've been over 6,000 flyers here in Portland this year. And I think we need to get more people out doing the same. What do you guys think about that? And do you have any ideas about how to motivate people to do so? Well, I think you're motivating them now. I think you've you've done a lot in that regard, Terry. The thing is, not everybody's going to jump on board. Um, it takes a variety of, you know, but you've gotten people motivated and moving. And, um, you know, people are, people are passing out flyers. In fact, they'll mention it on another call. They don't always report it to you, I think. But they do. But there are more people than you know passing out your flyers. Trust me. Well, you know, another angle we can always throw at them is, is trying it in small, in small little pieces you know, asking them to, when they go out to do their shopping, grocery shopping or whatever, to take some flyers with them, to remind them to put it in their cars and that they don't have to stand in front of a store all day. I mean, maybe they think because they've got to go out and stand in front of the store, they don't want to do it. But if they go just out uh, shopping and hand it out in the parking lot for five minutes, you know, it's something. How about leaving cards? Did you have smaller cards? And leaving those, um, like in a dressing room, trying some clothes, leaving in a dressing room, you know? That's actually a really good idea. I used to do that for my business. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, and, and even the bathroom. You could leave them in the bathroom yeah, too. Absolutely. Uh, and and you know and also and like as coffee shops, like where people sit there for yeah. a while. And, yeah. and there's always this information sometimes on the corner yeah. of the counter, and they just take it because they're having their coffee and they want to read while they're while they're drinking. So I think that's a great. And, and Terry, you know, in our group coming up uh, in uh, less than two weeks on the 14th, um, if you like, you can do a, a five ten minute demonstration on how to hand flyers out. Like uh, you know, could you like a, we could do a, a mock a mock acting thing. You and I could I could be like the person you're giving it to and I can ask you a couple of questions and then you could answer me and we can do like a demonstration on what could be expected. What do you think of that? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, as far as cards are concerned, you can just leave them anywhere. You know, think about it. You could leave them when you go to the grocery store. You could leave them on the end of the... You just leave them there. And somebody's going to yeah. pick them up. Somebody's going to pick them up. Really somebody's going to read it. You know? I mean, Hi, it's Melissa. I, you know where a really good place to re- leave them is? On those magazine racks and apartment classified. You know those racks they have with all the different papers that people take or your newspapers at your, like, convenience store? Leave them on top of that. Right. Um, but I was thinking, like, in a market, you know, at the end of the, you know, the belt where the belt goes, either at the beginning, just if you just leave them there, Somebody, I don't know if it's a maintenance man at night, whatever, somebody is going to pick up those cards and start reading them. And everybody shops, you know, you're going to get a lot of people through. You just are, you know. You can leave them in libraries. You can leave yeah. them in, um, in laundromats. Yeah. Uh, you can, um, I don't know if they can allow you to post things anymore in grocery stores. They used to. I don't know if they can. Well, they most grocery stores do have a billboard somewhere that you can yeah. put stuff on, because yeah. I've done that. Oh, yeah. okay. They have bulletin boards, and I don't think they, they get upset with you about, you know, what you put there. It's just it's for everybody, you know? And, and, and even in the bookstores, in Barnes & Nobles and the independent uh, bookstores, Powell's, those bookstores always yeah. have a section for, uh, for, for free literature. Yeah, and the thing is, almost everybody walks around with a with a some kind of device these days. They can immediately go to Terry's website that we would mm-hmm. have on the card, and they can immediately find out what's up. Yeah, That's a good idea. Yeah, thanks. I like it. <laughs> and my my year my my idea last year was we all should get bumper stickers. Um, my dad Roseanne. Roseanne said that her her car was destroyed after she put bumper stickers on, so maybe that's not such a wise idea. You know, make it. Less. I don't know. I yeah. I do have signs all over my car. Well, that's true. Um, I did think about getting some bumper stickers for my website. A couple of the people that are non TI suggested that would be a great way to get it out. Yeah. You know, to just get them, and they yeah. said. Might even be able to get more TIs just to put that on their bumper, other than getting to do yeah. the signs or the T-shirt yeah. or the flyers. Yeah. And just have a bunch of them made up and then mail them out to the people that want one. Yeah. Great idea. Great idea. So, that would that takes that personal, you know, sphere out of it. That personal, you know, people have trouble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and you, I'm just repeating what you just said. <laughs> so I, you know, if they don't want to put them on the bumper, they can always put them inside their window and tape it. 
So, yeah. you know, if it's they're true. afraid that, you know, they can just mm-hmm. tape it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, there are more ways. Yeah, I like it. That's cool. Yeah, I like the business card deal. Um, Terry, did you get mm-hmm. yours already? Your card? Yeah, I I made up a bunch, and uh, I've been handing them out to see what type of response I get. Yeah. And if I get a good response, I'm going to – I've been asking people what they think about it. I'm going to order a couple boxes of a few hundred of them and start leaving them around because that is a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I like that idea because um, a big piece of paper at all places don't always work, so that – that's cool. I like that. Yeah, that's why I made flyer, uh, business cards. Cause like the other day, I handed out many business cards. I was in a place I couldn't carry my satchel, you know, with all my flyers in it. So mm-hmm. they're pretty convenient if you're packing them around. Yeah. Easy to carry around. Okay. I have a great idea. We could make bumper sticker magnets. Do you know those magnets that people can take on and off that aren't that don't sticky stick with the glue, and we could put them on the back of our Game Stalkers cars. Put bumper stickers on your satchel. I don't know. If, I don't know if you, if you, maybe we could tacky to put bumper stickers on your satchel because then it would be very noticeable. Because you, you take your flyers out from your satchel. I've noticed. So. Yeah, I, I, had, I do have a sign on my satchel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm very serious about the magnet bumper stickers on the back of my Gangstalkers cars. Oh, I actually think that is a good idea, really, because they, who knows how long they drive around before they recognize oh. it if they didn't <laughs> see you do it. And it might give exactly. their it might give their fellow perpetrators might really become to dislike them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or just how about I am a gang stalker on the back of their car? No, um, no. Freedom for targeted individuals or or yeah. you know, stop gang stalking dot com on the back as a magnet, you know, so it's not defacing their car really. It just kind of it was stuck on me, and it flipped off accidentally onto the back of your car. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and seriously, how long would they drive around with it on the back of their car? Now every gang stalker that's listening to this call every day is going to be checking the back of their car. <laughs> so you watch for that. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to get me some um, StopGangStalkingCrimes.com bumper sticker magnets, and I'm going to stick them on the back of some of my regulars. Well, you know, uh, I don't know if this would be feasible, but a long time ago, a friend of mine had a business, and he made his business cards into a magnet that people could stick on their refrigerators and stuff, and I'll tell you, that really took off, because oh, yeah. you started noticing people, they just go up and stick it on their fridge, you know, so they have the numbers right there handy, <laughs> and for what he did, it was the number people called quite often. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any of you got any of my latest packages of flyers I've been sending. I actually made a sign that says that we report all uh, stocking, uh, document and report it. 
that seems to be good. I even had one person in the public ask for one and take it, so that's kind of cool. Very cool. And uh, something else I wanted to share with you guys is, if you guys are talking to people about this crime and other things, please mention the Cuban incident. Only about 20, 15 to 20% of the people that I'm handing flyers out and talking to actually know anything about the Cuban incident. It's not being very well publicized, you know, on the news and stuff. And our, most people are just not paying attention. So putting those two together is very important. I, I was doing that when I was out passing out flyers earlier today. You know, I think another important point to bring up is the mass shooting in Las Vegas. As far as the technology that's being used against us and all this gang stalking, that is time, energy, resources, and taxpayer money wasted. I mean, why didn't that guy get stopped? If everybody's being surveyed... I used to live in Mesquite, Nevada. There's agendas to that. To, to that, what happened in Vegas? <laughs> there's agendas to that. So, so it was it was done to to uh, infl- uh, um, to have more fear in people and, and the mass public, and it, it was done for gun control, and also the speculation that it was done also so there's more national security. Uh, so, so in, in that in that case, so there would be no reason to to surveil anybody, and they say this guy was not the only shooter, if he was the shooter at all. They say, he, they say he could have been placed there to blame it on somebody. So that's the reason why they, they couldn't have caught anyone doing this. Because I don't believe it, it says the media is, um, it, it, it is, is, is explaining it. I don't believe that's really the way it was. Well, there, has been, right. there has been other media that has speculated with all that's went on and how many people wounded that there was more than one shooter. So that has already been mentioned in other media. Mm -hmm. Um, With what I read and what I heard about it, I doubt one shooter did all that. I very seriously doubt that. it's not possible. It's not possible. Well, you guys came up with some great ideas. I really like the business card, so I'm wondering if we should add, make it like a business card or like a mini flyer. Well, just make it a business so card convenient. with your website. Yeah, make it a business card with your website address, and that's it. That piques curiosity. Just have it say that and nothing else, and they'll go to that website just to see why did you hand them this business card. If you just leave business card lying around, it's going to pique someone's curiosity. People are curious. Well, I can load you guys. Let me see. Um, I do believe I can share the business cards with you guys. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. I try to cover my microphone when I do that, but apparently not successfully. Go ahead, Marilyn. Oh, hi. I just uh, chimed in, and right now I don't know what the topic is, so I'm going to listen. Okay. We're a talkative group, so <laughs> enjoy. Yeah, but jump in there if you feel like it. We're mainly talking about activism, how to go forward, 
um, different ideas to inform the public and others involved mm-hmm. and help anybody that comes on the call that needs help. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask you a question, though? This is something that um, I, I, I think might be happening. Uh, is there, like, poisons that they airborne poisons to people or something that, that they throw on you to make you sick? Oh, yeah. I, I, there's, an, there's an aerosol spray they have. They've used it on me. Women have used it on me. It's an aerosol, and it's an aerosol. It's like a little spritzer. Yeah. And whatever they're spritzing at me smells really bad, and it makes me so sick. I don't know what I it mean, is, but I've been spritzed I, before. Um, I can tell you that a perpetrator of the crime stated that the little aerosol that they try to spray on you and get on the back of your neck and your, and your shoulder area actually has micro metal particles. And it's meant so that once it sprays onto you, it will actually can, the particles are so fine, it actually gets absorbed to some extent into your skin. That way, when they use this technology, the microwaves and frequencies, those will heat up quicker to make the heating and on the back of your neck, back of your head, and your shoulders quicker. And oh. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just what a perpetrator of this crime stated. Okay. However, there is a, don't get too, you sound like you got down. Don't worry, we've got a clean, a cleansing thing that we talk about, which gets the toxins and the poisons out of you as best we can, and selenium removes uh, t- uh, metal toxins from your body. Selenium makes them kind of go on through you. It's a it's a it's a um, supplement. Okay. Mhm. So you can use that. It, is that is that for constipation? You know, don't they use that for when you're constipated? Ah uh, no, selenium like, just selenium gets mercury out of you. This I know, and it also is supposed to be a metal detox of sorts. And no, it's not a it's not for constipation. It's just for and and cancer. You know, it, according to some doctors, if if uh, all females started taking selenium in their teenage years, they would never have breast cancer. Um, it's uh, a very it's it's an anti-cancer supplement, too. Okay. And so is turmeric, and so are a lot of things. CBD oil. But um, you know, we've done a lot of research on on what protects us from all this, and we've got quite a quite a little uh, bunch of information. Okay. Terry, thank you for I that. Wanna, yeah, sure. I want to ask you about the perp that told you about the aerosol spray because after it happened to me, I went and looked it up. Obviously, I always am like, "What? what now, what was that? That was something new." Um, it was what I found was that any biological weapon, like um, anthrax or ricin or anything like that, can be put into a little aerosol spritzer. I mean, and that was concerning to me. And I'm wondering if the perp that told you that happened to mention anything else other than, like, little metals. Because what they were spraying on me was not those micro metals. It was a very stinky dust. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't – the perp actually didn't say it to me. It was done in a statement. It was a perpetrator that was talking in an interview about it. And that's just one of the things that he'd mentioned. But uh, they could put anything in it if that's what they wanted to do. Don't they I just stand a chance of across... hurting themselves as well, though? Well, they would, too. 
so that's why I kind of believe the metal thing because uh, yeah. I don't know that you'd want to be out spraying something biological. But the metal thing, I did check it out. There, there has been government testing with that very exact fact. It was around the same time they were doing testing about directed energy weapons used on people who have spring mattresses, which was years and years ago. I just put a link if you guys, I don't know if I'd use these cards or not, but I put a link of my temporary cards that I made and uh, that I hand out. It's in there so you guys can take a look at it. I just uploaded it to the website. It's not at the site. I put it in the link in the chat. Oh, okay. I guess I could put it there because you guys could use the PDF to print out your own cards if you wanted at home. So maybe I will add it to the site. What's your website again? It's stopgangstalkingcrimes.com. Okay. Actually, if you want to go to my site, I'll leave the PDF up on the front page for right now. It's right above the audios of Brian Coffrin, right under the the graphic for the conference that we're having in Boston, Massachusetts. It just says PDF on it if you guys are, can go that way, too, and look if you're not in talk shoe. Okay. And I'll add it to the flyer page. I didn't think um, about maybe some Terry? Yeah. I, I think you know the segue to how to explain to someone about what's going on with these technologies and targeted individuals is to start talking about what happened in Cuba to the diplomats and how the directed energy weapons were have been used on them and and kind of like use that as a, as a point of reference. Hey, have you heard about what happened in Cuba recently? And some will say yeah, some will say no, and either way you start talking about it. And then then, then depending on how interested they are, how astonished they are, or how open-minded they are, then you could start saying, well, this goes on in this country, too, to innocent people. Now, now if, I'm, if, I, if I'm talking about it, I don't have to say I'm one of them necessarily. I could just talk in general. Just it's happening in general. This way, mm-hmm. um, it's, you know, this way the person is not going to look at me like, you know, like I'm crazy. If they think it's crazy, they won't look at me like I'm crazy. You know what I mean? So I'll yeah, have more well, credibility with, with that person. Well, personally, when I, when I do go pass out uh, flyers, I do reference the Cuba incident because it's definitely one of the directed energy weapons used on us. And... Okay. Uh, the thing that the problem that I'm finding is only about 15 or 20 percent of the people even know about the news, even though it's been in the news for a while. So referencing to we need to uh, make sure to direct people to go look at it, CNN or wherever you like your best news, so that they can uh, check out what's going on. Because I'm just yeah. surprised how many people haven't heard haven't looked <laughs> or heard about it. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Linda, did you open up those cards and see what they look like? Not yet. I'm sending a message back to Mike on Facebook. <laughs> but I Tell him thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to send you an email, and I wrote down your email address, and I forgot what I was supposed to email you. I, didn't I forget, that. too. Not to worry. 
It was going to be good. I just forget what it was, too. Not to worry, but my email address is lindacostanzo at comcast.net. All small yeah. letters. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Of that. And okay. it says email Linda. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Um, and I don't remember what I was supposed to I email think it was you. That, I think it was that little SDR? Yeah. And I bought it. I already, I already bought it from Amazon. Not to worry. I've done it. Groovy. Groovy. <laughs> Um, I haven't gotten a chance to play with it more. I think I probably should go do that right now. Oh, see what fun. I can see. Well, <laughs> what that de- that device you were talking about the other day? Yeah, yeah. I I, I did some reading about it. It'll check. It'll it'll find uh, if you took it. It held it close. It should find most microphones and all but the latest high tech videos. Yeah, and it also it can do a lot. It can do a lot. It can track frequencies coming in from satellite. It can track um, if it's coming from military. It can track the certain frequencies from what company it's coming from. I haven't checked. I went all the way in the high um, frequency range, and I forgot to check the low, the really low. It goes, and seven, I, <laughs> it goes to 1,750, right? That's what oh, that paperwork says. Um, megahertz. Yeah. No, it goes to six. It goes to six gigahertz. Oh. Hmm. Then maybe somebody sent me the ring for the long, wrong one because the one that I looked at, that was twenty six bucks. Only went from uh, the seventeen. No, no. This one goes up to six gigahertz. That's why it's so uh, incredibly amazing. What is this? Is it a software program? It's no, it's a it's it's software defined radio. So it's basically like having your own ham radio sort of. Um, while you can access the ham radio bands and you can access the police banners, you can also access the military frequencies. You can access um, beyond that satellite frequencies, drones. You can you can access what it's for is live streaming TV, but that's not what you use it for, and you don't install the streaming TV. You use it as sort of an antenna, basically. It can pick up wireless mics, wireless videos. It can it can it can pick up just pretty much everything. Radio stations. Um, it's a it's a receiver, basically, and it's called software defined radio. Crosswear? Software defined oh. radio. S D R S D R. So it's just like a little USB stick that sticks into the side of your computer <laughs> and you can um screw in screw in the little antenna that comes with it. Or you can screw in your own antenna, I guess. Um there's lots of upgrades, but the basic um, from the research I did before I bought it was the cheapest ones work just as well as the $500 ones. And this one goes from 1 hertz all the way up to 6 gigahertz, which you can listen to outer space on this thing, literally. They have one called um, Air... Well, the software is called AirSpy, but then there's... Um, I think it's called like Space Spy or something like that, where you can actually listen to frequencies being emitted by planets and stars. I mean, that's how powerful this little thing is. It's incredible. 
How, but how, what, how would I be able to, uh, what, what, what could I do with it? I mean, well, what you could do with it as targets, what we can do with it is we can identify what frequencies are coming into our home when we're being under these attacks and we can identify this, we can identify what company or what device owns that particular frequency. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's incredible. If you want to look more into it, um, Carrie, I suggest Reddit. If you look on Reddit, they have a lot about it. And, it, you know, it's an open source It's an open source software, so people are adding to it and doing different projects because this is really, really amazing. Okay, reddit.com. I think I've Reddit. seen that site before. Well, Reddit's sort of a user-compiled site, I guess I would say, a multi-user site oh, where I people see. add information. So if you look up Reddit, SDR, um, frequencies, people are compiling a list of different frequencies, um, doing different projects with it. Hmm. But for our use okay. is it identifies wireless mics, wireless videos, and the frequencies coming into our home from outside. For instance, <laughs> you would be able to tell if somebody was um, using a drone to, you know, send a, an electromagnetic pulse your way, I guess, is a good, uh, maybe not, I'm not explaining it right. So you would be able to identify the frequency coming into your home, those harmful frequencies, and identify which company owns them. Oh, so you could device literally show you all that information. Out, you can literally find out who's targeting. Wow. So, okay, I'm going to look that up. And um, are you the one with the, um, with, with the uh, software for the airplane or the helicopters? I well, I mean, I got it. Yeah, I got it. But the Shonster was the one that um, said, you know, which what it was. It was ADSB Exchange, right? Dot yeah, com, and, and then FlightRadar24.com. I have both of those. I, well, I, I I searched them, started to 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 use the um, the first one you mentioned, and uh, I'm I cannot for some reason. Um, you know, I can locate my area, but on that map, there are no, I don't know how to pull in the actual helicopters or planes. And and I can search, I mean, I can filter, I can put in the, you know, between zero and 5,000 feet, I can do all of that, but I still <laughs> can't pull in the actual planes. What I do, because, it, it, yeah, mm-hmm. it takes some time to load, Sometimes it takes a while to load, so you just kind of got to leave it on map till they all load up. Um, sometimes what I do if my planes aren't loading, and this is for both of those programs, I um, kind of zoom out, and then a bunch of planes will appear, and then I'll zoom in again and wait it, wait for it to load again, because now it's it's um, sort of preloaded in there. So is there also? So it just well, takes there- a while to load. Okay, is there a uh, um, filter 
where you select uh, show planes or don't show planes or no? Well, you're looking for planes, so that's what it shows you, planes. Um, ADSB and uh, flight radar both show helicopters too, but the ADSB shows military planes as well. And it shows their call sign more often than flight radar 24 does. So when you have the call sign and who owns that plane and you have a physical name of who owns that plane, that's, you know, that's pretty good information right there. Okay. And not not only that, but you can see, um, so for instance, the police helicopters that do, you know, our flyovers. Um, right. When I looked at the map, um, they might do one flyover over my area, but I've noticed that they'll go do flyovers and there'll be like four or five concentric circles around the same area and then they'll move on and do four or five concentric circles around another area. Now, if it's over your house and they keep doing that day after day and there's never any crime and they're never ever looking for anyone, that's a pretty good indication as a targeted individual that it's you that they're harassing. And that's a waste of taxpayer money too, by the way. I guess we all know that. But I want to keep putting that in there. Because mm-hmm. I, I heard somebody the other day, and I've, I've seen this mentality from people here in Oklahoma City, and it just blows my mind. It just blows my mind. I, I, like Even in the consumer um, market, it's like, who do they think pays their salary? They're public servants. They're civil servants. Taxpayers pay their salary. And even I, it just blows my mind that they don't know that. It's like, well, I thought the, go- I thought the government paid our salary. Well, where do you think the government gets that money? <laughs> yeah, the government pays your salary, but it's the taxpayers. It's me, it's you, it's all of us. And that just blows my mind that, you know, it's our money that's being spent to harass us, which I just find absolutely insane. <clears throat> I even went to well, a hotel one time um, when mm-hmm. I was, we were homeless. Um, and we checked into a room, two rooms actually, and they refused to put new sheets on the bed. And I was very nice about it, you know, and of course filming everything. Um, and she would not put this, this maid um, would not put new sheets on the bed. And I said, look, you know, we have paid for this hotel room. I'm, you know, we haven't been in it yet. Would you please put new sheets? I mean, I went in the room and took out the garbage in there. And I stripped mm-hmm. the bed for her, and she would not put new sheets. She yeah, put yeah. the old sheets back on. And I thought, okay. Well, she was part of the targeting because I caught her on the phone later in the bathroom saying, uh, she thinks I'm going to put new sheets on her bed. I'm not going to put new sheets on her bed. <laughs> it's like, who are you talking to? <laughs> she said, you know, she she called the police on me. She literally called the police on me. It was the funniest thing. And I had talked to the manager the night before. The manager was super nice. And, I mean, she just showed her butt, basically wasting police, taxpayer money, and time all over new sheets. And I'm like, you know, I said, you know, I pay your salary. Do you understand that? Like, your job is 
through, you know, whatever your job description is. But one part of your job is to put new sheets on the bed, and I paid for the room. Would you please do your job? I said, you know, I'm paying your salary. Well, that set her off. She thinks she pays my salary. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, do you not understand if you didn't have customers? You wouldn't have a job or a salary? I mean, she was just ridiculous. Fortunately, I was recording everything, and fortunately, I wasn't the only one that was having that issue with her. But, you know, that just, yeah. So taxpayer money, blah, 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 off on a tangent. Sorry. Yeah, but could, that have been, could there have been something on your on the sheets that she, that was being, it was advantageous to the perps? And I'm saying that no. because I, I well, found something that looked like rust water on my sheets on the side I don't sleep on, but when I changed the bed, I, they had to have dried it off, but it looked like rusty water, orange color. Water had been put on my bed and then apparently dried off and then before they left, but I don't know. That's been happening for years, something like that. I don't that. know. That rust, that orange rust, I noticed that gets on everything. That's been getting, like, the more I clean, just the more I get it off. Um, yeah. It, it's on everything. It's on plastic. I'm like, how is plastic yeah. rusting? Yeah. That's so weird. Uh, it's a, I don't it's know. A I've seen it's that. Chemical. It's a chemical. But no, no. She, her, her whole gig was, and she, she was a member of um, a, a group, one of the groups that was targeting me. She was a member of that group, and she knew exactly who I was, and she was just giving me a hard time. Yeah. It had nothing to do with that. Um, that was around about the time they were spraying me with the stinky dust and filled the vents in my home with stinky dust that made us very, very ill, that lodged under my skin, made me and my son very, very ill. I mean, that was that, was that same time. So, I mean, it was like full on they were going to get me this time. That that was bad. That was about a year and a half ago. And it didn't work. So, you know, one of the girls that I was recording, and this was a series of events by certain, and I say girls, they're, they're women, they're young women, and they um, definitely have a group and they definitely have it in for me and they definitely wanted to make my life as miserable as possible. One of them actually slapped my iPad while I was recording, her and her friend harassing me. She actually slapped it out of my hand. And I was the customer, and she was the employee. I was like, wow. Wow. I mean, they, they have been violent with me before. Tried to run me over, tried to T-bone me. I mean, it's been a nightmare. But um, the flight yeah, radar. Yeah, that happened to me today, getting in a taxi by someone. Uh, I, 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 I got my sister in the cab, and I, I walked around. Excuse me, say, but I walked around. I was going to get in on the other side. And so as I was passing the back of the taxi, this car, just like you could hear the tires screeching coming forward, and I had to jump out of the way. And I was like, "Are you going to hit me? What, what is going on? Are you going to hit me? I mean, if you hit me, I would have been dead because it would have slammed me directly. You know, my body would have been smashed between his car and the cab. And I, and then 
uh, then I jumped on it. He says, well, the cab has, uh, he, he could move over uh, while he's letting you. And I says, well, you know, it's a taxi. Can you wait until, you know, until we can get in a cab? And then he just, uh, you know, he, he just really wanted to harass me because he didn't even want to pull off, you know, and just go on. He kept pulling off, backing up, pulling off, backing up. So I told the cab driver, oh I, said, you know what? I'm gonna, I, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I said, forget it. I'm not going to even try to get in this cab on the other side. I had to tell my sister, <coughs> who's disabled, I had to tell her to scoot over, <coughs> scoot over so that I can get in on, on the safer side, you know. And I, and I just got in like that, you know, because I, I did not know if this person, really, he would not go anywhere. I did not know if I, if I had attempted to try to get in the cab on the other side, you know, where the traffic was coming, whether he would have mm-hmm. actually rammed into me or not. I didn't even know that. <clears throat> you know, did let you... me, I, let me, I, I want to say something because you reminded me of something very important that I forgot that I used to do that I don't do anymore. Um, a cab tried to run me over, literally. I mean, it was 3 o'clock in the morning. Me and a friend were downtown taking pictures of the Christmas lights and the snow when nobody else was around. Um, and 3 in the morning is a good time to do that. So, um, you know, and I don't drink. I don't do drugs. Totally straight. No, I'm being gang stalked. I crossed the street. Now, there's nobody around. And I mean, barreling at 90 miles an hour comes this cab flipped through a red light, tried, literally tried to run me over. I mean, I had to run to get out of the way. That cab lived at my condo complex. And the girl who drove it, ex-meth addict, and one of my gang stalkers, one of my huge perpetrators, um, caught her several times gang stalking me. She was driving the cab, and she literally tried to run me over. Um, but what I used to do is text myself, because I knew they were in my phone, and at that point I really thought somebody was watching or helping me. Um, I texted myself, somebody just tried to run me over with a cab. And I mean, at 3 o'clock in the morning, here came three cars. Out look at the Christmas lights. There was a family with their baby. There was another couple showed up. And I mean, we were in a completely deserted part uh, area that nobody should have been up but I know it was because of that text. And when stuff like that used to happen, I would text myself so I would have a record of it, but also to let whoever was around that was good, let them know that, you know, my life's in danger here. And it worked every time. People would show up. Now, those people have never come to me face to face, but I know they were there to protect me. You think I know they, they were. They, they were? You, they were there to protect you? How great. That's what you're saying? They were? I think so. That yeah, it seems so, to be. How could wow. they tell you know, your text where you were, though? Pardon me? How could they tell I, from your text where you were? Oh, they can't. All, they, all of the gang stalkers know where you're at because they have some these sort of gang, These yeah, were gang stalkers. Yeah. These were no. a higher... These were a higher... You can, you know how you can just tell about people. These were a higher, I don't know, a higher well, intelligent people. I guess, I don't know. And it, yeah, it sounds like there might be people. And I've always, I've wondered this. And I'm very, very new. I could be wrong. You know, I, I made some wrong statements before, and I've had to apologize. You know, but, 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 it, it, I've thought about what you're saying. That that there might be some people 
who's aware of the network of gang stalking and who's watching what's going on. And, you know, it, it, I immediately thought that when you said mm-hmm. that, 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 they, that they were watching you or watching them watching you, and that was your protection for them mm-hmm. to come out there and make sure that nothing happens to you. I've, I've thought about that many times, that, that, that it can't be just this network of gang stalkers stalking people to try to hurt people, but there has to be another set of people who's watching them also. They may not be coming forward. They may not necessarily be saying anything, and they may have to actually do things under the, you know, like they don't want to be uh, exposed at this particular time. But there has to be eyes on these there people are. watching them. There are. In fact, it's called the library. They have a group of intelligence agents, ex-intelligence agents. They have a group of what they, they say, we're the ones who are watching the watchers. And we are making a record of every, every misstep, misdeed. We know what you're doing, and we're just waiting for the right time. And they've been very methodical about it. Um, And apparently this goes back to years and years, decades even, of good people that work within these agencies that are watching the watchers. And they do know what they do. Who are are these people with? This is the first time I've heard this. Who are these people with? It's called the library. Uh-huh. That's their code name for themselves. Uh-huh. They have they have files. Let me see if I can find that link. Here, files. I'm going to write this down. But let me, they let have me the other gal that's new, are you saying, are you thinking that there is, like, protective, people who are out there protecting us from these gang stalkers that are, like, another level above them? Yes, I think that um, there are people who's watching uh, what the gang stalkers are doing. I think there are people who who understand the, um, you know, the, their communication channels. Like when all of a sudden you go to one particular location and you see all of these people and you wonder, how did these people get there so quickly? Well, there's a communication channel like using social media, texting and all of that kind of stuff. Well, that information is also being watched by someone on who 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 knows what they're doing, who's not a part of them. And I, this is what I, I'm believing. I, I'm expecting that this is probably true. It has to be true that that they are watching what's going on. It, it, they are they are gathering like the the uh, young lady just said. They're gathering information. It may not be necessarily their time at this time to to even stop anything, but like what she described, a group of people showed up. And so it could have been someone that was watching maybe what was getting ready to happen to her, and for whatever reason they decided they wanted to make a, make a presence, show their presence to, not to, not to forcefully say stop, but just all of a sudden they see gang stalkers see other people that's not a part of their network, so they back off. You know, and that could have been a way of protecting her without seeing a word. I, I do think that there, it has to be. The reason why I'm saying that is because social media is in the hands of uh, uh, people everywhere across the world, right? And, and so th- there's no way that these gang stalkers can do what they're doing to us without someone 
watching them, knowing what they're doing to us who's not a part of this. And so I believe there might be a, 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 a group of an organization or a group out there that's just simply buying their time, gathering all the information, trying to figure out how do we stop this. I do believe that there has to be something like that. They couldn't be that secretive. It puts them at risk. It puts them at grave risk. Like, they could just take them down real easy. That's why I don't think it's happening. But that's just my opinion. I I have several instances where that happened, and that's what caused me to believe there was some type of investigation going on. That was one of the main reasons, because that, that wasn't the only time that happened. And plus, one of the perpetrators... You know, it's so hard to know, perpetrator, not perpetrator, you know, unwilling TI, unwilling gang stalker, who knows? Um, Aren't we all unwilling TIs? Um, (laughs) He told me, uh, I said, what is everybody, you know, is everybody in on this? Is everybody corrupt? And he said, he said, God has people in place. He said, don't worry. God has the right people in the right places. Just hang in there. Yeah. And I've had other people tell me, I've had other people straight up tell me, you are being helped. You are being helped. Yeah. And these were not perps or gang stalkers. And that's really really a positive uh, perspective because uh, a lot of times I'm hearing on the calls that, um, you know, the the only other... uh, people that are watching are the ones that are higher up on the on the ladder. The the you know the hierarchy of the of the um, of the perps are watching the, the lower lower rung of the perps. So that's mostly what I've heard on the poll. So it's good to hear other people, um, especially the woman who was just talking before about about there's these people watching out. Uh, I think that's a really good uh, way to protect yourself psychologically to have that belief. And and there's everything right with beliefs like that. Everything right because the the, the other angle is to have negative beliefs that um, you know it's all them against me and I'm all by myself and so I'm going to sink under and I'm doomed and my life is over and I and, and this and that and the other thing I, I'm, I'm a TI and, and that that's the end of it. So so what you're saying I don't know your name but but what were you saying before about people watching out watching the, the, the stalkers? I think that's a wonderful way to protect. I think that's a shielding. That's a psychological, emotional, mental shielding. And and also also I want to say when I first opened the case against stalkers in 2005, I had the local police department detectives uh, detectives investigated, and there were times that I thought. That who is following me? Is it the per- is it the stalkers that are following me, or is it the law enforcement? At times, I was confused. I did not know who was following me. Uh, I think also the law enforcement was watching the 
the, the stalkers and they're watching them. That's what I used to think all the time. For months, I used to think the cops were watching the stalkers. But now, after years have passed by in retrospect, um, I, I'm not sure. You know, I think I think that one person is also watching me. They're also doing an investigation on me. See, why, why am I complaining that people are breaking into my house surreptitiously? There's no evidence anyone broke into my house. Why are the people stealing things? Why are people following me? They want you to see what I was about, what I was... Well, I was claiming all these things. If I, you know, I wanted to see if, if I had my mental balance, and that's what the cops always want to see if someone has their mental balance. You know, especially women. You know, they're kind of like women are more kind of off kilter than men, and they don't have it. They don't have their minds as logical as as men. So cops, it's it's, it's sexism actually. I'll, I'll call it that. But I just I just wanted to say that. Yeah, I, you know, right before I started really noticing, you know, the the, the gang stalking, um, I I I started. Well, I, I I had gone to some detectives, you know, who who were listening to me, you know, and they kept saying, well, you know, I kept one the one thing I kept complaining about, I knew somebody was following me, I just didn't know how they were following me. Things were happening to make me feel somebody was following me. Couple of couple of incidents happened where I could I could only provide some evidence, and it wasn't enough evidence. And the detectives told me, "Well, it's not enough evidence." Now this is really before the real gang stalking started, but after I started going to these detectives, complaining a little bit more, then that's when I started recognizing more of the gang stalking. But my question to myself was, could they have? You know, am I being punished now more because I complained to detectives? Were they really listening to me or were they a part of it? And and so a part of me could say maybe they were a part of they already knew about the gang stalking. Or another part of me could say they know what's going on and they cannot do anything right now about it because it's too large for one, two, or three uh, detectives to speak out about it because they they may be putting their own selves at risk. However, <laughs> there might be them along with other people, a network of people who are who are not under the radar, who are quiet about it, uh, are mm-hmm. working to stop this. There has to be. There cannot be every person in the, the police station. I mean, the police department corrupt. There cannot be. There cannot be, uh, you know, every police officer who swore an oath who didn't uh, take that oath to heart. That's impossible. It's Uh, absolutely impossible. You're absolutely right. It's a Gresham police officer that came and told me that I was a targeted individual and that they're going to destroy my life, do whatever it took to to, uh, make me look bad and stuff. And I asked him to come forward. And he was scared. He said, no, they'll go after him and his wife and kids. Right. And that's a very important part. He was an outstanding person, but he also knew now's not the time, and that's why I pushed public awareness so much. And, and, And he could possibly be working with other people to try and find a way to stop this. And, you know, if you think about um, the FBI, how they do investigations, uh, sometimes it takes 10 years for the FBI to 
uh, finally gather enough information to go after people. But, so, but it sometimes it's a very, very slow process, and the people that the FBI might be investigating think they're getting away. They're still killing people. You know, maybe they're still killing people. Maybe they're still swindling, doing all their corruption. But all while they're doing that, the FBI is investigating them, collecting all this information, and finally get to a point to where they feel strong enough, okay, it's time to go after these people. And so I think the same thing is happening with this gang stalking. I really do. And it's impossible for it not to be happening. The, the police officer that, that warned you, sir, I bet you he has had conversations with other good police officers about this situation. Oh, definitely. Well, I can tell you that the flyer that I hand out the most, a Portland police officer stopped one day and talked to me for quite a while, 30 or 45 minutes, and he told me what needed to adjust, what type of things should be on it to get their interest, what would help get the public's attention. He also told me that once I get enough awareness and stuff, different ways to approach to talk to the police and the right people in the police department, not to just go to the chief because more than likely they're in on it. He told me a different way to approach the mayor's office and, and stuff and different tactics to use. So I definitely know 100% that not everybody's involved in it. There probably are groups that are talking and working together with inside the police and different organizations trying to help bring this crime to light. But it's our job to help get the public informed and bring to them this crime and present it in a way they can understand it and go through and then they can join in the fight with us. And when public awareness is up there, I guarantee you, you're going to start people seeing people come out of the woodworks, officers, politicians, governors, senators. I mean, a lot of people that do know about this crime that's higher up in the, our echelon in the government, they've all stated that there needs to be more public vacuuming. And think about it. If you're a senator and you go fight for this cause and the public doesn't know about it, they're going to label that senator crazy. He's going to lose being a senator, and he's no longer has the ability to fight for you, and that's one reason why they wouldn't come forward. Right. I can see that. I just put an interesting link in the chat for anybody that might be on the computer. It's a brief. Somebody did a bunch of research on organized stalking, talks about recruiting, a whole mess of different things. It's quite an interesting place. Do you guys all have uh, cameras in your autos, I hope? And when you do go yeah. to, up to talk to somebody of law enforcement or something, especially if it has anything to do with this, Make sure that you're recording. Um, you have body cameras? Well, body cameras. You can have pin cameras. I got pin cameras. You can have, just turn your phone on to auto record. You can turn your phone on to video record. But you have every right to do that. Okay. Um, I was shopping today for sunglasses that are silicone. They're covered in silicone, which is a good protection for our heads. But they have camera within the frame of the glasses. So you're wearing yes. sunglasses and it's a little remote control or you just press the button on the side and it records everything. Yeah, they have some great ones now too that are incredibly small. You can hardly tell that they have a camera in them. Yeah, it's amazing and they're, they're, they're cheap. They're really cheap. So yeah, I know. Isn't that incredible? I thought, oh, it wow. Is. 
I should have should have had those a long time ago. But yeah, absolutely. Here's a sign that uh, I have on a that's on the site that I posted. It says, "In the past, men created witches. Now they create mental patients." Hmm. But uh, and, the, and, having the pin cameras, uh, you guys, I I just want to tell you, it's very beneficial. I bought two of them. And I can tell you, they do work well, and they pick up audio. It's just amazing, the audio they can pick up when you walk around in a store and stuff. And if you ever go back and you guys got stalkers, I don't have the stalkers anymore because my activism got rid of them. But if you have people physically stalking you, I suggest getting a pen camera because you will actually, when you go back and watch the videos, you will see these people circling you over and over in the store on purpose. Wow. I saw that today. <laughs> I wanted to walk up to a couple of them, but I, of course I didn't do that. Just put some flyers in your hand and walk up and say, hey, have you heard about this crime? You're having a flyer. That's what I did in the beginning. Oh. <clears throat> I went to perps. I went to police. I still go to them. I'm putting together packages to deliver to police departments. Are there already made-up packages, or do I have to make my own up? Well, I haven't got anything online that are packages made up, but I'm going to do that so that you can download it and put it in a cheap USB or print it out if you want. I have a question about the, uh, the pen uh, cam, Terry. When, when yeah. you're in the store, when you're walking around uh, down the aisle, um, where do you have the uh, pen? you have it out or you have it in your pocket? I have it in my pocket. I usually hang it on a necklace around. I found if you ha- have a n- tight necklace, the best way to do it is just hang it on a tight necklace underneath your chin because then you seem to catch more. It responds better as you turn. Because sometimes you'll lean your shoulder back or something. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be easy for me to do because I wear a necklace. So, uh, where, where did you buy it on Amazon? Yes, I did. Okay. How much are they about? Um, I paid 30 bucks for the two that I got. Okay. But they work really well. They come with refillable ink. They record for quite a long time. They just plug into a USB so you can charge them at the USB in your car or on your computer. Uh-huh. And can you play it back on your pen or you need to consider? Uh, you can play it back on your... Uh, uh, pin, but somebody said if you take a cord and plug it into your phone, you can play it back on your phone, too. I have not tried that, but I, I imagine that is very possible. Oh, okay. Sounds like a cool thing. <clears throat> Do you guys uh, keep a journal? I hope everybody keeps a journal. Hmm. Never thought about keeping a journal on this. Yeah, keep a journal. Write down the time and times of incidences, what you did, who you interact with. You know. Yeah. Yep. You'll look less crazy if you're ever, you know, have to look sane. And it's good. It's mentally good. I feel like it clears my head. It heals me. And I read that the MK Ultra victims, two of them say that that's how they healed their brains from the trauma, is that they just wrote everything out. I think it helps. 
It is. It's a great stress relief, guys. It not only documenting your, the crime that's against you, but it helps you out psychologically to get the stuff off your mind and dealing with it. Okay. I try not to, this is Anne from Massachusetts, I try not to think out loud while I'm writing because I know that they're probably, you know how it is, remote neural monitoring us and what we think, our thoughts. And um, so I try to write and sort of not think what I write. It's kind of hard, but maybe I'll get better at it. You know, that's the part that's um, really hard for me to believe. I'm not going to say that it's not true, but the the thing that I think about is the the the, um, the body, the mind that was created by, you know, God's creation. The mind is, is uh, an area where God does not allow man to, um, you know, uh, manipulate. I mean, it's like I can't, I don't know what you're thinking. You don't know what I'm thinking. So how how is it possible that there is something that can be created to, to determine what exactly you're thinking? If you're not speaking out loud, you're just thinking, how is that possible? Well, I have my own experience, um, and I trust myself, and that's happened a lot of times over the years. Um, so I just know, and it's not, it's not even that these criminals are human. I don't consider them human. I call them monsters, uh, because I don't think human beings would do these things to other human beings. So I, I think, I think they could have become transhuman, uh, you know, um, cyborgs or, or cybernetic beings that are mostly you know, evil. Uh, it's, I don't know, but I just don't consider these monsters human. And so, therefore, I could say that it's very possible for them to, if you take God out of it, if you take God out of it, um, it's possible that this is happening. And this technology, there's a lot of technology that's 60 years beyond what anyone reads about. I mean, you know, you probably read about it in some, in some, you know, independent underground journal. I'm sure there's, there's things written about these 60 years ahead of, ahead of where we are right now, technologies. I'm saying that um, anything is possible out there. I have, I, I, you know, nothing surprises me. And um, I, I just, I know because I'm told that if I'm seeing something, uh, there's comments about it, you know. Um, I, I, I get voice to skull. So, um, so I think for someone, if someone gets voice to skull, it's probably easier for them to believe that um, what the, the psychopaths can see out of your eyes, they can hear what you hear and all that. It's easier if you're getting voice to skull. Uh, because there's remote neural monitoring, which is surveillance, which is surveillance of your brain, surveillance of your thoughts, what's going on inside your head. So that's how it knows. I mean, I, I know there's different people saying different things, and it's totally fine for people to have their own understanding about it. It's totally fine. And it's fine for me also to have my understanding about it. I do believe that... Um, 
uh, these technologies can see out of my eyes and hear what I hear. And also manipulate dreams and also insert thoughts into my head, which um, which I don't want to have. Like, like, like I, I, I ignore the perpetrator. I, I ignore the tech from V2K. So because I ignore it so well, uh, I, I consider myself very disciplined. I ignore it so well that there are times when it inserts a thought, a quick thought, like a burst into my head, and then a, a quick insertion answer into my head. And... Um, I'm, it's like shocking to know that this could be done, but it is. I'm very sane. Uh, I, ha- I never, you know, I, never, I don't have any mental health history. Uh, I don't have any, uh, you, know, you know, diagnoses from years ago before I was targeted. Always been very, uh, very rational person, very logical, very, you know. So nothing wrong with me. I just trust what's going on. I just trust my own experiences, my direct experiences with it. And that and, and there's patents and there's 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 all kinds of things that you can read about it. It's in it's in uh Duncan's books. It's in John Hall's books. It's in books. A lot of people are saying it's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. There's all kinds of things. So that's that's my um that's my understanding of it for myself. And I don't like it. I, 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 I don't, I hate it. I hate it, but because it's happening, I just do my best to do my life, you know, and I believe in God, and I pray to God all the time to end this, to end this, these assaults, to end these egregious crimes that are being perpetrated on me and on everybody else who's getting these crimes perpetrated upon them. You know, a really good video for you to watch if you want to know how they're doing it, mm-hmm. a great short video is if you go to YouTube and search anonymous, the NSA has invented technology to read your mind. Yeah, yeah, I just I, I saw that when was it, um, <laughs> two weeks ago. It's like a four-minute um, video, right? Is that the one you were Yeah, one one mm-hmm. ten minute, but he explains. They explain the actual technology, the how they're doing it, mm-hmm. technologically, very mm-hmm. succinctly and very simply and very accurately. Yeah. So, if yeah. you want to know the how they're doing it, mm-hmm. go go look up that video and watch okay. it. I certainly will. Appreciate that that tip. Sure, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Linda, I'm gonna e- I'm gonna find that library link where I read about the library and oh, the yeah. group. I'm gonna email you the link to that. So I'm gonna be gone a second. Here, here's something interesting you guys might like to hear. I'm reading this stuff about uh, conspiracy theory of organized stalking is be- is now a reality for Japan. It's being fully acknowledged as a crime in Japan. And here's something else. It seems that Lorraine Sheridan, who is the doctor psychologist that did a study on gang stalking, which said it was Internet uh, hallucinations and stuff before, it was, is now working with the police and gang stalking groups. So that means she's changed the way she's thinking about this, and she originally hurt the community very bad by writing her doing a survey and saying that it was all just mental illness. Wait, when, she when, when did she, she sorry? 
it doesn't say she's sorry, but what, it, what the article says is she's now working closely with police and the DBIS and working and, is, and new, some newly emerged uh, groups of organized stalkers. Can you send a, or, I'm sorry, can you say what a link to that would be? I, I put the link in, it's called, it's Research, Research Organized Gang Stalking at WordPress. Thank you. Here I can, uh, I'll put an, I'll put the link back in there too. You guys can check it out. There's some interesting uh, articles on this website that I'm looking at. If you guys, it goes through links about almost everything you can imagine. I'll put the original home link too. Get this information. But, uh, Organized gangs of Christian recruiters stalk new recruits in the world of differences. There's some good articles in here, some not so hot articles. So this is under research uh, gang stalking at WordPress. I mean, oh, that's um, that's an email address. Uh, where did you get that? Just where, where do you find what you just mentioned? I I put it in there. What it is, it's at, at researchorganizedgangstalking.wordpress.com. Okay, research. Yeah. So, Organize. So both of those things are on there, the, um, the document. Oh, there's, there's, there's tons of articles on there. Well, I know, but the two that you just mentioned. Yeah. Okay, so if I'm looking, because I'm on the site, um, how will I know which ones are which? Um, what I did, I was reading an article about Japan, and there was a link below that article to the other article about uh, Sheridan. Okay. So is it on that front page? I believe so, if you go down far Yeah, there it is. Okay, okay, I see. I, I just got, got a, a, a WordPress account, too, and I don't know how to use it <laughs> at my of my own. Okay, so this Here is just is. like a, a long string of the different articles, right? Yeah, it's like a compile of articles and stuff put together, which is which is kind of good that they do that in some places. Mm. Well, that's interesting. A current analyst says 46% of the U.S. population has mental illness. Oh, that's wonderful. So if, 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 there, if there are no packages put together, and I wanted to put some packages together because from some other meetings, you know, it's being suggested to just kind of hand out information. And um, so I'm a little nervous about doing that. But um, so I just, I don't want to be, you know, off the mark with any information that I'm going to be putting out there and just want some suggestions on 
how much to put on a flyer, if I do a flyer, and uh, what are the main points? Well, I do, I do have a flyer if you want to go to my website and look at it. And uh, if you want, I add, I add like Jim Gus's letter to it, which uh, he wrote to legislation, and I add uh, Ted Gunderson's affidavit about it. And you can add some court cases, or there's the Naval Research Institute. The bio-effects of silent, non-lethal weapons from my document page, that's, that's a really good document to add in there because uh, it talks about all the effects and also confirms these weapons exist. I mean, there's been many people that say they don't, but that's a, that's a document that does absolutely confirm that they do exist and the damage that they do. Okay. I'm going to go to your site now, see what I see. Okay, stop being stalking crimes. Okay, so, um, all right. So you say you you do have one flyer on your site? Oh, there's a I couple of flyers see. on there. Yeah, yeah, that you can download them. So, okay, I'll do that. I'll download some of your flyers. Yeah, so I won't be trying to recreate stuff. You already got stuff done. And I can kind of tailor it to my area or my situation, too. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it, but it's in PDF, right? Yeah. But if you don't have a PDF editor, editor you can get what it's a program called Soda PDF, and it'll edit any way you want. Highlights, text. Uh, it's really, really a great program. Yes. It's called S. Do I have to pay for it? No, you don't have to pay for it. Spell it. It's S E R T A. S O D A. Yeah, S O D A. O D A. PDF converter. Okay. I'll get that. Okay. Thank you for that. Didn't know that that existed. I always thought I had to buy a subscription. No, there's a lot of good free programs out there. I use Open Office for all the work that I do. It's a great free program. Wow. I can see I gotta work on getting more people to come to this college. But it's actually a pretty nice call though. I paid all that money and I can you mean tell me there's an open office? <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness. It does everything Microsoft Office does, that's for sure. I have some I have some extra uh extra downloads for uh Office um that I, I paid twice. One year I paid for and, and I paid for the um the bundle where you could get you got everything in it, uh and you can uh, and I, I think it, it it allowed me four four computers. But I only needed it for a two. So I had two left on one one purchase. Then a new purchase I just did. I only needed it for one, so I got four more free uh, downloads. And I was trying to give them to someone that needed them. I was trying to give it to my um, sister-in-law, but she never re- responded. You know, and so they're like yeah. free do- free downloads that I can just give to somebody if you if you need Microsoft. 
Office is the, I think it's Microsoft 2010. It's the new version. It has everything. It has Word. It has PowerPoint. It has uh, Publisher. It has Microsoft Access, and it has, um, you know, uh, Excel. Well, so maybe one free. of these people couldn't use it. I, I, I like Open Office. I got very used to using it. Yeah, but if anybody, if anybody wants it, you know, I can, I can let you have it. It's, you know, you can, I, I can give you a copy to download, and it would be free. Just putting it out here. Melissa, are you still there? Melissa, are you still there? I don't know. She might have left. Ella came for a minute and just left. I'm still here. Were you asking for me? I'm asking for Melissa. Yeah. This is Melissa. This is Hope. I've been trying to find a way to connect with you for a long time. Um, If you're on Facebook, can you communicate with me? I'm um, Hope Above Hate. I am not on Facebook. I stay off Facebook. I okay, well, my friends list and left. But let me give you my phone number. I don't mind giving you my phone number. All okay, my... hold on one second. Let me just okay. open this file. Everybody can have my phone number, by the way. <laughs> okay. It's 405-408-2203. Can I repeat that back to you? 405-408-2203. That's correct. Thank you. Oh, oh you're welcome. welcome. Okay, Thanks. great. Hope. Thanks. Mm. Here's an interesting article you guys might like. That article there is uh, says declassified files reveal the U.S. believes Soviet Union mastered mind, mastered mind control. Well, hope above hate. Sorry, I was muted.
Well, do you guys have any other good ideas for activism? Not at the moment. I'm a little burned out. There's a... I don't know if you guys, if any of you guys have done any uh, anonymous emails, but uh, that's a good idea if you want to do that. Send them to your psychiatrists, doctors. How do you do that? Just take a flyer and put it in an envelope and address it directly to your doctors, your vets, psychiatrists. Oh, okay. And it, no matter what, they'll read it and it'll plant the seed whether they believe it or not once they see the title headlines. And it's just another way planting seed talks about that a lot in the Bible. Interesting enough, the Bible also says that you got to stand up against your oppressors. Hey, I I found that, um, well, I didn't find the link, but I took screenshots of it. Um, can I read you about the library, the group of intelligence agents? I think, sure. I think it was. I think it improved people's mood. Burnt out too, by the way. Uh, I got this from the Full Disclosure Project website. More on the library. Those of the intelligence community, government, and military industrial intelligence complex that have become disillusioned with the operations of governments worldwide have come out with critical documents. These documents mention history, sources, events, and rising and the money trail of the hands and fingers of the New World Order conspiracy. For a number of years, documents have been maintained in an underground library as protection for those that cared to come out and contribute. Each has, quote, unquote, insurance assigned by the library with a threat of a release for certain documents as protection for contributors and their families. Many members choose to remain in their influential positions while serving the purposes of the library and recruit other disgruntled key figures. Information contained in the library, distributed worldwide with no single source of cognizance, distributed architecture with built-in firewalls, includes info dating back to the Hoover files. If the library were to go public in full, various world governments could easily be indicted in a legitimate Something. I missed that part. Yet the clock is ticking and time is no longer on our side. They are devising new ways to track us and stamp us with their identifying tags so that none may live in this world free from their constant gaze. There will be no place to hide from their evil eye. We have followed the progress made by Mr. Wolfowitz and his ilk. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, we shall always remain anonymous. The shadow watching the shadow. Sometimes we leak classified information at critical moments, and we all know and accept the risks involved. 
And at other moments, we work stealthily behind the scenes to apply pressure where we feel such pressure can help avert major crimes against humanity, gently correcting the course pursued by the madmen who rule this world. It is not our intention to make a big noise or grab the limelight, for that is the path of power politics and the glamour of the all-consuming ego. Instead, we practice diligence, patience, and careful strategic thinking. We all have children or grandchildren or wish to live long enough to bring them into a world free and independent nation state, each sovereign and inviolable in its own right. The information I have provided you in the course of my communications is but nothing in comparison with what the library holds. And I hope we live long enough to open the door and let the reader hold an open book on the truth he has been denied. Well, that's pretty good. There's more. Um, Okay. The library is both an informal, non-hierarchical fraternity of currently employed, retired, disillusioned, and officially deceased operatives, analysts, and technicians in a very real, hidden, and secured repository of classified and, quote-unquote, destroyed inside information that tells the true history of the last 100 years. The eldest member of the library is 85 years old. The youngest is 24. Many who are retired from active service, such as myself in Germany, continue to work for the intelligence world in a strictly unpaid, anonymous, and private fashion. Others, such as my technical partner, Felix, a pseudonym, who is still a quasi-employee of the BND, work both sides of the fence, came through the good work of, of recording every misdeed, every suppression of the truth, every lie, every deceit, every detail that is deserving of a place in the library. Felix is joined in numbers by his counterparts in the CIA, FBI, MI6, the Mossad, Shin, BET, NSA, U.S. Naval Intelligence, DGSE, FSB, DIA, ASIS, CNI, DST, ADIV, CSIS, CESID, PSIA, DISI, and many more. All nationalities, all cultures, all faiths. He goes on to say that, um, that people who have once you know, tried to, let me see if I can find it, um, that uh, people have tried to hack into this repository or get into it to destroy evidence, and that results in evidence against that group being released to the public so that this information is safe until the time that You know, Israel. It, one thing is guaranteed to strike fear in the hearts of those who belong to the Hidden Hand and the Wolfowitz Network, whose globalist nightmare they wish to impose on all of us. It is the mention of the library. It may come as a huge surprise to many ordinary citizens to learn that intelligence services the world over unknowingly and unwittingly employ men and women good character who care about the truth and who envisage a world free of hidden hands that cares only for material wealth, power, pleasure, and survival. 
Can you send me a copy of that link? Yeah, I'm trying to find the link right now. Um, I took screenshots. So I'm reading for my screenshots. Um, I got it, I'm pretty sure from the full disclosure project. Once very effective in keeping their secret meetings off the public radar screen, the global power elite now realize the jig is up. Their manipulations are being closely scrutinized, forcing them to act more responsibly. Entrenched factions of this elite are still struggling desperately to hold on to the vast amount of control they once exercised using sophisticated technologies like HARP, non-lethal weapons, and more. Yet these factions now find themselves in the minority as even many members of the power elite say it's all gone too far. Due to these internal pressures, the global power has become increasingly fractured with many factions battling for differing agendas like never before. Even the most power-hungry factions are overwhelmed now with fighting to put out the fires caused by whistleblowers and newly emerging movements around the world. Little-known groups of intelligence agents like the library are working behind the scenes to undermine global manipulations and support positive change for all in our world. The old need-to-know culture of secrecy is inexorably giving way to rapid information sharing, which serves all of us in building a better world. What exciting times we live in. I'll try to find the link. Um, Yeah, that's a good article, isn't it? That's a really good article. Where, where did you get the article from? I mean, what site did you go to to get that article? Um, boy, I don't know what bunny trail that was down. <laughs> I was, let's see, what was I researching? Um, you, can oh, go, I, you can always go back. No, I ran across it. So when I was in Boulder City, I was attacked when I was driving from Oklahoma to California. I was attacked in Boulder City, like, ice pick in my left or my right ear incredible pain i figured there had to be a military base around there somewhere and in fact there's an underground military base there um where they do a lot of electromagnetic weapons testing go figure right so that answered that mystery um two weeks later so that led me to this full disclosure website because I thought, wow, there sure are a lot of underground bases. And so they had had some whistleblowers um, talking about some of the things that have gone on and some of the weapons that have been developed that are being deployed against us as targets. Um, That's how I ran across this website. And I think the website is Full Disclosure Project. Um, Yeah, I see that. I see that. I try not to get sidetracked on all the, you know, these are morons doing this to us. These are real life human being morons. Maybe some of it's AI. There's some scary AI out there, but um, mostly it's just morons. So I, I don't like to get too sidetracked on all the alien stuff because I don't, I don't, I mean, really seriously. Um, But this, article was a whistleblower in a communication with an Air Force general or something like that. And he was, um, this had lined up with many of my experiences. I mean, I really felt like there were, there were several, several times I just knew somebody somehow was helping me. 
they were helping me because, you know, first of all, I'm still alive. And if they could have, they would have killed me by now. They really would have. So somebody, and they tried. I mean, they all out, uh, war on me tried. So somebody somewhere is really helping me. And I just, I, I felt like that, and I saw evidence of that. So this article just caught my interest because that's, I had also been told that. So it was good to know that they had a name and somebody is watching, and not everybody's a moron, I guess. Although I do feel like, you know, why don't you just come to my face and say, hey, we're helping you. You know, why don't you tone it down? But on the other side of that is, the flip side of that is, um, oftentimes I felt like the way to catch someone committing a heinous crime like this is to let them commit it. Like, how are you going to catch someone in the act if they're not acting? You know what I mean? Like, they knew they were protecting me. They knew I would be okay. So they were, you know, watching and engaging how many people are involved, what weapons they're using, while secretly protecting me, allowing these gang stalkers and these criminals to commit their crimes, knowing that, you know, perhaps I wasn't in any real danger. I mean, aside from the danger I've already been put through and the sickness. I mean, it do, it doesn't make sense sometimes, and sometimes it does. So, you know, it's all just a guessing game. I just like this article because, you know, that is, it's psychologically healthy for us to know, to think that everybody in the NSA can't be bad. Everybody in the CIA can't be bad. There's got to be, you know, the odds are against it. Well, that's a great article, though. That's why I want it. I'm going to post okay. it so everybody can see it. Terry, what's your email address again? I know I've emailed you before, it's, but... It's stopgangstalkingcrimes at gmail.com. Okay. I got it. I don't know why I asked. I'm just making a new list where I have them all in one place at this point. Okay. I will try to locate that on the web and email it to you. Yeah, I was thinking maybe LTI should get a U.S. A lot of TIs talk about the fact that they lose their stuff or their phone gets hacked or their computers. Maybe we should start keeping a list of emails and phone numbers and everything on a USB that we can keep in our pocket or your purses or whatever as a backup for everything. And that way if things get lost, all we got to do is plug it in or reload it or we can plug it in and put it back on a phone. That's a great idea. I went a long time ago just to pen a little small pen and paper notebook that I carry in my purse so I can just write the important stuff down. Because even on the USB, you know, just some days it's just too much of an effort to get up and log into the computer. <laughs> well, you know? I think we all should carry a notebook because I carry a notebook in my, in my leather satchel everywhere I go to write stuff down, to remember it, and also so I can have a... It's kind of like my log of activities of what I do, what I'm doing, who I need to contact, ideas people give me, so that I don't pass any, any opportunity or any idea up that can benefit us in our fight. That's a great idea. I'm writing stuff. I'd like to see everybody start keeping a, a copy of 
documents that we find too. I mean, it, it's important the more we get these documents out there and start spreading them around the media and stuff, and they'll start taking a look at it. That could help out a great deal. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I want these gang stalkers to know they're being watched. I've, I'm done. Like, I want them to know that there are good people watching them. Maybe it'll make them think twice. Some of them are so obvious, too. I mean, it's just hysterical. And then I think, well, they must be doing this purposely because it's so obvious what they're doing. Well, they're, you're supposed to notice them. I mean, that's one of the behavioral characteristics so that you'll talk about it and stuff. And you're, the idea behind it is so that you'll notice it, you'll repeat what you're seeing, and uh, then the public won't believe you that just your fellow citizens have got involved in it. It's just like the reason why the cops and other people are involved in it, some of them, is to make it more unbelievable. But, you know, I've done a lot of thinking about it. They have The reason why they've got to have the ground troops, guys, is because they want to try to keep you paranoid on edge, so the directed energy weapons will have a better effect on you. you I know? think the thing I was talking about is is when you see, um, like, them make these little signals to the, the coordinator, so you can always, you don't always see, but a lot of times you can see who's coordinating it. And um, now that I'm smart about it, um, I watch them all get up and leave right before I'm going to leave, and they sign to each other. It's hilarious. They're just such idiots, fatuous idiots. And I think they they're are very, very important. But you know what? I think, thank you. You're helping me. Right. Thank you. Well, no, that's, that's the point. I mean, I think there's some of the stuff they do they want you to see and some they don't want you to see. And I think I see a lot of the stuff they don't want me to see. Well, guys, this document that I just got, this, found this PDF, uh, class about the Russia, I guess it was from the NSA or something. It This is a pretty impressive document about the psyche, mind control, experimentations on humans. That'll be up pretty soon. Did you guys notice that some of the documents that I shared with everybody that uh, they actually talk about the tendonitis, the ringing of the ears, and other things from these weapons? Yep. I did. And you know something else that's very important is almost every single TI reports hair loss. Hair loss is associated with radiation poisoning, Yep. which is a sign of... I can't. I could not find any mental illness that says people lose their hair when, from having a mental <laughs> disorder. It's also uh, arsenic poisoning. Yes, it is. It is associated with arsenic poisoning. That's another thing they're idiots about. The, um, I mean, they don't realize their cars are being videotaped when they're doing the. Um, radiation stuff. They don't realize that some of us have more going on than they think we do. They're idiots. Absolute idiots. 
Well, I can definitely attest to the fact that many of them are very, very arrogant. But I can't tell you that once I started putting signs on my rigs, guys, and wearing T-shirts all the time, passing out flyers, they started disappearing. I mean, it was like they absolutely did not want the people following me around. And now the only time I see anybody messing with me or anybody else notices, it's usually somebody that looks like they work for the the government or uh, it's a police officer trying to intimidate. I, I haven't told you guys it, but the other day, my church, the people in my church, actually yelled at me to come outside because they said a Gresham police officer was sitting on the back road waiting to try to intimidate me and said he was watching everything. And so I went out there and talked to the officer for a little bit just to show him that he's not bothering me or anything. But interestingly enough, me and the pastor's son went for a walk, and we went to we volunteered at the care center um, the first weekend of each month and the, a fifth weekend if there's a fifth weekend. But we walked back from the care center because we want to walk and hand out cards from the church to try to get more people to come to church. And the same officer circled around us, and then he parked in the crosswalk, and he yelled at us, oh, sorry, did I park in the crosswalk so you guys couldn't walk through it? I, I waved my hand and said, that's okay. You have a nice day, and I hope you're having fun. Well, I have a sign in my car that says, um, at the top it says, gang stalkers, and then it's got an American flag, and it's below it it says, uh, let me see if I can remember it now. Um, if you participate in organized stalking, you are violating the Constitution and numerous other state and federal laws, including the RICO Act. They do not like that when I put that out. Well, I had a police officer confirm that this is a RICO crime. It, it absolutely is a RICO crime, and police have gone to jail over it. Yeah, it's it's organized crime at its height, and uh, there's no doubt about that. I was surprised it came out of his mouth, and that was right after the statement that any any officers or anybody in authorities involved in this deserve to go to jail. I, it was an impressive conversation I've had with a few officers. That's another reason why I think we should get out there on the ground level for people that want to do that because. We never know where we might meet allies or get good information from somebody. And not to mention finding other TIs that have no idea what's going on or there's support out there or anything. That's true. Okay, so I that's that's awesome. I like that bumper sticker. Um, that's one I'm going to definitely put on my gang stalker's car. <laughs> um, I, it's, it's I got actually, the, I got the article. My back window. I got that article from a website, another TI mentioned on another call. It's want to know, W-A-N-T-T-O-K-N-O-W dot info. It's want to know dot info. That's where I got this article. They had a lot of great articles on there, tons of great articles. Right up front, it gives you some amazing facts on the front page of it. But now I'm going to go try to look down the link where I found it and email it to everyone. Hey, Melissa, while you're on... Sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Are you done saying what you want to say? Yeah. I always time this wrong. Okay. Um, 
So now I think I forgot what I wanted to ask you. I got all flustered from interrupting you. Um, <laughs> oh, I know. Are you the one who said the thing about anonymous and the NSA? I was looking for that. Is it from the official anonymous site? Um, I just, the way I find it is I type in anonymous, Cal, wait, anonymous, the NSA has invented technology that reads your mind. I just okay. type in that whole thing and find it. Okay. Once I like that. Yeah, I, I don't think it's from the official, but the way this guy explains it, I mean, anybody can call themselves anonymous, right? The way this guy explains it is just point on and very succinct and very simple and very clear. So I wonder, though, if that's a lot of uh, misinformation. Like, I feel no, it's not. It's, he okay. he he. You know, they back it up with the patents. I mean, the technology is, exists, okay, and they've been okay. experimenting with this technology for years. So I mean, it's totally legit. And how he explains it is just one of the clearest ways and easiest ways for anyone to understand it. Because it does sound crazy, but this guy, you know, he really succinctly summed it up in a very clear, under, understandable manner without too much technical jargon and just it's laid it out there. Is that a picture of a woman on the front? We'll see. Is that the right one? She's kind of bent over. The title of the whole thing is The NSA Has Invented Technology That Reads Your Mind. That's the title of the video. Okay, so I got a different one. Because I have NSA invents technology to read your mind and implant thoughts. Okay, let me try again. Oh, yeah, there it is. No? Ugh. All right. Is it by uh, somebody called Anonymous? Um, well, there's one says Anonymous Exposed. One says... Um, yeah, it's Anonymous Exposed. It is, okay. Does, it, All right. does anybody have a, a Reddit account? No. I do, but I don't remember my login. If anybody does, there's an article on there. It would be nice if somebody chimed in and put a link to Ted Gunderson's uh, affidavit in there. It says, there's no such thing as gang stalking. There's no such thing as targeted individuals. Is yeah, but another part, of, of it. another part of Reddit has a whole just, man, they have a whole subreddit about it. Yeah, I know. That's where I'm at. That's one of the posts in there. But I don't oh. have an account to post. Oh, don't worry. Somebody will slam them. <laughs> Those people on Reddit are smart. They're really smart. I have fun slamming. I've actually got some emails. Sue did some uh, work for me, and i got to go through them all. It's all articles about uh, gang stock. I don't know if you guys know it, but there's been two uh, journalists that I've changed their opinion on gang stalking since I started this campaign. And one of them has offered to help us when the time comes right. So that's good news. And I really urge you guys to seek out these articles that are written about us and send links to them, you know, put links in there about Ted Gunnarsson's affidavit and the links about, you know, some of the documents that I have, Jim Gus's letter, you know, even Ted Gunnarsson's, you know, besides his affidavit, you could put the link that he wrote to somebody thanking him for all their activism to move forward.
And I appreciate all the work everybody does that's here with us today. It's hard to be productive, that's for sure. Well, today is, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but today has been kind of a slow, burned out day for me. I went out and I I sent uh, about 250, 300 flyers to Alicia for their uh, protest. And uh, oh. they forgot to send me that the address where to mail them to. But uh, I did, I'd sent out a bunch of those, but I've been just kind of slow going all day. Harry? Yes? Hi, it's Ella. How are you? Doing great. Yeah. I was going to say, um, can you help me um, put the information? At the, because all that time I thought this information was on, on the current event page, and it's mm-hmm. not there. I'm mortified. Um, can you help me put it in on one of the bubbles? Maybe we can even share it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Which information is that? Let me in. Alicia's protest. Oh no. Yeah. But it's okay. As long as we keep mentioning it um on the call. Yeah, I have I have uh there is a flyer on my website if you guys are curious what times it is and stuff, if anybody's gonna go to them. But I I've mm-hmm. sent it out I I realize the date of the first one is, is already passed, isn't it? So I sent it out first class, so it should be there tomorrow or the next day, I hope. Good. And then, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but the petition written by Karen Stewart did not get uh, 100,000 signatures it needed. So next time around we put a petition at the White House, we really got to get uh, motivated on it right away. I know, but we don't even know 100,000 people in the community. I think that was just unrealistic. I think that we can well, get 100,000. I petitioned the, school, right? Yeah, the I petition goes for a lot longer time, and we should urge people to go to it and try to get it uh, filled. Yeah, I'll mention it on Thursday. But when we do this, guys... I mean, when we get on the talk shoes and stuff, remember events and stuff, and we keep hammering the public about it and see if we can get that, get more and more motivations for these things. There was a, uh, not too long ago, there was a, a petition that went up. It came short of the deadline, just a few signatures. Wow. So let's see. Actually, they only got 215 uh, signatures on the petition for uh, the White House. One of the problems with that, Terry, though, is that you couldn't open up the petition, so it had like two paragraphs, and you didn't know what else was up there. And um, so I signed the I petition because you could read the whole thing on I petition, and because I didn't know what was actually up on, I mean, obviously – she put the same thing up, but you never know if someone messed around with it. So I didn't sign the other one that right. I couldn't read. And you couldn't open it. I signed it blindly because I trust Karen. But like you said, someone could have gone in and reworded it. Yeah, I know they read uh, my texts right as I'm sending them sometimes. So 
it's it's really it's really something that we got to kind of get on top of it. We need that's one of the reasons for getting organized because if we get really organized in the community, all of us leaders could get a petition. If we want to all back it, then we can share with each other and just for two weeks, just every single call, boom, 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 mention it, get people to go sign, get it on Facebook. There are groups that have 6,000 PTIs in them on Facebook. Alone. Really? Yes. Wow. And I would be sending messages to every one of them, but Facebook does not like me. They shut down I, all the TI. I have a TI one, and they shut, and then I opened another one using like my maiden name, and they still shut it down. Yeah, they shut down mine at, again, and then they took it away so that I can't use codes, so I can't get back into it. Yeah. I doubt it's Facebook doing it, honestly, because someone just changed my Amazon password. So so if you um, mention GameStop and they, they shut you down? No, it's, well, you know, it's just maybe, people that are doing lots of activism. Oh. But you know what I noticed also? That this is what I read, and this is what people, I've read this online, and I forget the sources, I can't um, cite it, but that... Um, I probably saw it on some underground paper or independent or something that basically um, the way it's structured is they'll put really, uh, they'll get their people, um, you know, some of these networks into all the companies so they can walk on this. And so it may not necessarily be this itself, but some high level, um, somebody that is at Facebook that is what, that was hired there uh, to kind of, Control it. to say Facebook itself, you know. So, right, and you don't have a phone number. I've left. I left phone. There's one number for Facebook, <laughs> and I think on the recording it said that uh, this is not. Um, you need to go to. You need to go online to resolve issues. Can you sign up? Yeah, just if you guys are ever curious, I did a lot of research. I could not, I found numbers for Facebook, but every single one of them I called was some scam organization. Yeah, I found one, but that was years ago, you know. So, can I ask a question? Um, let me check something before I ask this question. So, I am so far away from... Um, uh, what I think is some sort of a electronic uh, weapon, but I can still feel it. So that means that it's pretty powerful, right? Huh? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. So can anyone else please? So then um, I'm not in, like, directly in front of it, um, and, but I can still, I think I still feel it. So I'm wondering if uh, there is uh, more power or something, uh, or it's very high powered, and, uh, and whether you're, if it's pretty high powered, whether you're, like, directly in front of it or not, you still can feel it almost anywhere in your house. Is that possible? I'll tell you, I don't know what is possible. 
I find it all real confusing. Is there anyone who's who's like electromagnetic specialist on the call? I mean, people are saying, I hear all the time, people are saying that they are being um, zapped or, you know, they're helicopters or microwaves or whatever. I hear that all the time. I was just wondering, do they have to be directly in front of it? But is that when they feel it when they're directly in front of it? Or do they feel it at other times? So I'm not sure. I'm only speaking for hope, and I don't know very much. Are you asking, like, if you're right in front of something being shot at you? Is that what you mean? Or is it my total If it's it's a laser or if it's uh, uh, like a microwave being directed towards you, it's directed energy weapon. That's a good girl. What did you say? Oh, I just talked to my dog. Sorry about that. Oh. So do you have to be directly in front of it to feel it? That, that's my question. Or can you be, like, in the general area but not directly in front of it? And because it's an energy weapon, you can still kind of feel it. I have no idea. I know that some people think that um, the stuff is directed at chips in them so that the chips are picking up a frequency and then stuff's happening to them there. Like... The chips have a frequency, sorry, and so then the weapons can be directed there. But there's a lot of information about direct energy weapons that uh, people are, you know, saying they need to you, you use shielding and all of that kind of thing. Those are the types that I'm talking about. So I think those are directed right at you. Oh, so you're in their line, and they're they're coming, you know, they're shooting at you like on a video game, but it's not a video game; it's real life, and it's sick. So then, if if you can still kind of feel it, if it's not uh, directly uh, at you, then what type could that possibly be? I have no idea, but hopefully that's what they'll figure out when they um, get the data for that um, for Benny. And I forgot the other guy's first name, but Weeby thing. Are you doing that study? You know, we do have one petition that's hit uh, 515 signatures. That's the highest I've seen so far. We got two conversations here, I think. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to butt in. So... For the other lady, are you are you doing the um, survey? Uh, am I going to do the survey? I I wrote the information down and I haven't uh, really reviewed it yet. I, I, I think well, that's I have what the information to where to locate That's what they're going to try to determine doing that survey is what technologies are being used on people, and that's why it's really important to put your data in because you can describe this is what I feel, where I feel it. Um, and then they're going to oh. try to map it, map it up with known technologies. So it's really important to do that and to say, like, there's stuff in there that tells you how, them how far away you are from um, uh, cell towers, how far, and like how many. I mean, how many are, let's say, I can't remember the cell tower thing that might have been within four miles of you, and then how many power um, lines are near you, like you power stations. 
stuff like that, and they give you the links to go look up for your area because they're trying to figure out what are these technologies and how are they being directed and stuff. Well, so so is this just like a simple drone or if it's a simple, and I'm saying simple, but if it's a drone or if it's a helicopter or or if it's uh, some sort of uh, laser that they've constructed on a building that's pointing towards you, so... That's easy to figure out, right? You know it's coming from a helicopter or you know it's coming from, you know, someone can... Well, you only know device. if you can measure the directed... I mean, you know, you have to be able to measure it somehow. So, for instance, when I'm driving in the car, I have a Geiger counter and I can see when cars go past me and they start shooting me with stuff and all of a sudden the Geiger counter goes crazy. So, you know, I have video of them going by me and... I have video of the Geiger counter going, so I'm pretty sure that that's, um, I don't don't know if I have all the terms right, but nuclear energy, you know, it's radiation. It's not just um, microwave. And it's being being counted. Um, So I'm pretty sure it's people going by me that are doing that. I can't say for sure, though. You know, I mean, you have to, like, find the directionality. And I think that that's, like, once they do that get the information in the survey, they're going to be able to tell us a lot more about what tools to get and, you know, how to figure this stuff out. That's my, only my impression. I don't know if that's right. And I'm not a technological person. <laughs> well, I mean, but it's, 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 just, it's just that the information that's out there on, I forget the other, this other person's site, is so much about directing energy weapons in the type mm-hmm. um, that they are. So I'm, uh, I'm a little surprised that, you know, um, that the survey would be asking that type of information if, um, unless I'm just completely, absolutely unclear on I what I think they're what, asking, like, the if question. you get burning, if suddenly you get burning sensations on, your hands that are really abnormal and this doesn't happen and did you notice anything different around you and how did it, did it just seem to like appear on you? You know what I'm saying? So that would be one kind of thing. Then they might say, well, that's technology A. We can pretty much figure that out. And then they'll hopefully at some point give us something so that we can tell where technology A is coming from. Like that's the thing with the electromagnetic stuff. I get attacked a lot and um so there are different things. Like if you ever go to Catherine Horton's, do you know who she is, Dr. Catherine Horton? No, I'm right down. She's a physicist. Um, she used to be at CERN, and she's pretty young. She looks like she's in her 30s. Um, but, yeah, so go on YouTube and go to her um, YouTube channel, which is, I believe, Staff 007, like the spies. And if you go back to her stuff, like let's say, I think, December of 2016, you can watch her being hit by stuff. And she, you know, this is directed assault. And she's hiding behind um, metal. And I believe back then you can hear it pinging. And you can see on her face and her head where she's, it appears to be where these things have actually hit her. She's got these kind of bruise-like things. So that's Mm -hmm. one thing. You know, then then she would say, well, um, I'm standing in my apartment and from behind me I'm being hit in the back of my head with this and the front of my head like this and here's what it looks like. You know, the result, this is what it sounds like. This is what my instrument shows is that measures the um, 
frequency. I don't know, you know, like the energy. I know field. what like, you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. they can say, oh, yeah, this is probably this weapon. And Okay. Um, so Instead of just people saying, I see, <laughs> instead of people saying, I'm getting hit with something and I don't know what it is. Um, Which we don't know. None of us yeah, probably know. I mean, we can't right. see it. But we can say, this is what my machine measured. This is this kind of machine. It measures in this range, you know. Um, right. And and then you send your evidence. I really encourage you to do that, that survey, because any information that they get will, one, help. Their, their first goal is really to provide information to health providers, um, you know, mental and physical health providers about what's happening to us so that, you know, we start getting out of the crazy category. Right. And, I know. Um, but then also, terrible. sorry? I'm just saying it's terrible. Somebody told me, um, don't take that medicine again. That medicine is messing you up. It's like, oh, my God. Mm-mm-mm. Can we talk about activism? Uh, This uh, conversation is not going to lead anywhere, really, until we have the results of the survey and until we arm ourselves with equipment to meter everything. Right, so So that's why it's so important to do that survey. Meantime, I wanted to ask Harry if uh, he formed a group on the Facebook, uh, is he operating under his own name? Are you there, Terry? Sorry, I'm having problems with my phone. It smashed. Um, I was on Facebook already three times, and they keep shutting it off and closing it down. As an individual or as a group? Um, as an individual or group or anything. You try I can to... make one or two posts in, in a day, and then they'll ask for security and ID, and I gave them, I did the code thing. I sent them copies of my driver's license, everything, oh and they just God. keep shutting me down over and over and over. And then what the recent thing is, they removed uh, the phone number so I can't have code sent to me. So there's really no way, and they won't answer any emails or anything to me to uh, get me back on. So I'll have to keep trying to approach it in a different way. But I, I, I do want to share with you guys, there's petitions at my website. There's one here, Banned Electric Warfare on Civilians. It's got 2,929 signatures, and it needs 4,000. So see, there are a lot of people out here. Another petition that's up needs 500. It's on change.org. It has 385. And these are all still active. And there's another one up here that is uh, that has 300 and some too that needs it. So if we can get more people and direct them to sign these petitions, at least they'll go out. It may be good to contact the groups, the TI groups on the Facebook and ask them to sign as well. 
Yeah, that I was doing it. That the last time, all I did is make one post on one of those groups and ask them to. Another one is uh, stop false diagnosis leading to forced psychiatric detainment to cover illegal human experimentation and military training. That one has 841 signatures, and it only needs a thousand, so it's getting really close. And that one was by Dr. Melillant Black. So if we can get a, well, a few people just sign it to 851 now. So if we can get another 150 signatures, that one will get sent. That should be put on the uh, newsletter by PAX, shouldn't it? Request to go to all these various. Uh, uh, I've ta- I talked to Derek about that, and he never added that stuff. Oh. <laughs> I have a thing on for petitions. I'll have to do some more advertising on my newsletter and whatnot and get it out. But, yeah, we need to spend more time with that type. Because 150 more signatures, that should be nothing for us to get out there and get done. You know, you could uh, make it easy for Derek. Uh, Make a file uh, describing what you want uh, signed and where. The same stuff you're going to put on your website. And ask him to include it in the newsletter. And see if he does it. I have asked. I asked him to record to uh, put my petition page in there. Ella, are you still here? Well, if Ella's not still with us, maybe somebody can mention on Ella's call. Yeah. After but her guest is up because the calls have what hundred people, and some of them might have already signed the petitions. That's the problem. You yeah, that's. You want to hit the database of PAC, which has got a few thousand, hasn't it? The, the, there's a lot of groups. Facebook, you're, you're talking about Facebook. That's a great one because there are groups that I found on Facebook that have 6,000 members on them. Right. So, so if you can target those and uh, also the PAC's news, newsletter. If you could get, yeah, just keep on at him until he does something. Because we won't get the numbers just from the uh, talk show call. I am emailing him right now again. Yeah, but but give him it, make it easy for him. So all what he has to do is copy and paste and not even read it. Or just post it in his chat rooms, you know, when there's a lot of people on. Well, but that's what, 100, 200? Whilst the newsletter goes to many more who never participate. Yeah, but if he doesn't do it, then he's got to do something else. If he doesn't do it, then we know what to think. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Well, every group fighting should be... These should be a newsletter. All the petitions that we can find should be in newsletters and everything else to to get them out. That's 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 why I talk about we need to get organized on a, on a level like never before. Uh, well, I mean, we're up against. Did you give it to Skizit for her newsletter? Because she'll post mm-hmm. it, I think. I can do that. And um, I see that. The name of there. See, they because it all split up like two years ago. They they don't really, not really working together. 
Um, so what is Skizit's email start with? Does anybody know? I don't know a personal email, but go to the website, caught.org. I'll, I'll just send it to the one at the website. Yeah. And uh, citizensaht.org. Okay, guys, I emailed both of those. I, I, I have Skizit's uh, email. I have two, two of her emails. Oh, I, ju- I just sent it out to them. Okay, I found okay. it. Okay. But yeah, we should be on top of petitions and all this different stuff. I mean, and we should stay on top of it. Every it should be everybody's job to say, hey, why aren't these posted? Why aren't we getting these? We need to repeat them on calls. It's just mm-hmm. like I'm. I mean, I know everybody agrees with my 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 program that I'm pushing the type of awareness program. But could you imagine if it was announced on each call, all of the different calls? I mean, I can think of over 20 different calls that could be announced on putting signs on your rig, putting on T-shirts, passing out flyers, just a quick little mention, each person that we get involved in these public awareness campaign, that shortens our fight, and it seems so simple for people to get involved just in that way to say something. Did everybody do the Bill Benny survey? I hope so, because it's only got like 10 days left. Nine. How are you doing today, Sumaya? Oh, uh, hold on. Let me get back to you. I'm trying to do something that's going to be noisy. I'll okay. mute this one. Do any of you guys uh, ever research for documents that can help out our fight? Because the more documents we get to present when we start putting packets together is going to help out. It may overwhelm them, but the more literature and stuff that ha- comes from good, credible databases will help us out a great deal in our fight. Mhm. Yeah. Uh, last night on um, let's see, on Kyle's call, we were talking about doing a tweet tsunami. So you can, you don't have to. As far as I know, I mean, they may have changed their rules, but as far as I know, you can get a handle on Twitter without giving your personal information, and then we can do a tweet tsunami and send it to, you know, all the pertinent, you know, subjects, people, politics, politicians, um, and that would be a an easy thing for people to do too. Not like it's not exactly a survey or um, that kind of thing, but it is something to get attention. And what's that? Yeah, definitely. Well, any type of activism is better than doing no activism. Mhm. And what kind? I wasn't on the call. What type of uh, subject was suggested? The what? For the for the Twitter messages. Uh, for the tweets, what was the subject suggested? Well, we we haven't done it yet. It's just an idea. No, but you know, if you general have... stop gang stoking, that type of thing? Yeah, um, like, you know, get everybody on board for a particular day or a particular week. Yeah. And then everybody does it in the same week 
so that there's a constant flow of messaging that uh, pertains to, you know, this, this situation. Mm. I think it would be good to, to concentrate on one subject, and I can think of uh, that Cuban thing and uh, put it in the terms of, uh, oh, it's such a surprise to the world that mm-hmm. they have been targeted, and here are 2,000 people or whatever number we choose to call it in America who are targeted on a daily basis for so many years. Mm-hmm. If we use that subject and uh, use different yeah. kind of uh, approaches, but mainly point yeah. to the same thing and a bit of sarcasm as well added to it. Uh, well, the thing is, we shouldn't we shouldn't be too picky about which subject. I mean, we could have 20 subjects, one different subject a week that people can tweet on. Yeah. So we could say, you know, week one, uh, you know, Cuban sonic weapons. Yeah, week yeah, two, experimentation. Week three, uh, energy weapons. Week four, I mean, it could be different things every week. And then people could make it interesting and... Uh, uh, arresting people's attention somehow and uh, making them because that that's part of building awareness. Uh, right. So when it's read, it's prompting people to look into it. You see, and the uh, Cuban thing is good because it's topical at the moment. Right. Most forever. So it yep. could be the first one to to work on. Uh, but generally human experimentation, yes, but it, it has to be framed in such a way that people get interested in what is behind it. Yeah, well, with with Twitter, from what I understand, you only get like 200 characters or something. Yeah, but look at... 140. 140, okay. Oh. And you just, you're just going to say a quick message. Is it, you know, we can't, we can't, you know... That's right. Uh, That's Cut, we can't cut up uh, all these phone calls over, should you put this word or not, because they're not going to read them that carefully. Um, you know, you can do five Twitters a day and different things. And yeah, just say, but you have to, to think of the content, which is uh, interesting right. or catching the attention. That's, uh, and you can put that content in two sentences, I think. But you have to make it arresting, and that's what we should work on, figuring out how to make people really uh, realize what's going on, saying very little. I found it very effective talking to people, just saying one sentence and leaving it to them to figure out. That really works rather than, you know, spew out everything. Um, so um, that would be a good good thing to do. Okay, maybe you could head that up if you like. You know, if you want to um, bring it up, get get something started with. You know, if you have a Twitter account and you want to get that started. That's... Uh, yes. Um, I think uh, we uh, do. What what makes me wonder is do we repeat the same message as an individual five times in the day or do we change the message? I I don't know. Just let people you know just let them know where to send it. Um, well, if you guys want to put up a bunch of different messages, if you want, 
I'll make a schedule in days for people to send out and post it on the website. That's very good. And then I'm sure at, I'm sure Ella will let us add it to her website too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and we can do that. So if you guys, mm-hmm. if somebody wants to start putting this together and stuff, and then I can assign dates to it and whatnot, and mm-hmm. we'll put it in a format. And yeah. uh, I could even put links so it goes, so when they click on a link, they can d- just copy, click a link, go directly to Twitter and sign in, and then copy and paste whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Excellent. But we should spend some time figuring out what we want to say because we have to say it very concisely. Okay, you could do that. <laughs> well, I'm figuring out. But is it, does it make sense, thinking ahead a bit, to send the same message, um, copied and paste from different individuals? Does that make sense on the Twitter? Because Twitter is very much, a, you know, moment of the day, thought of the thought of the moment, which is conveyed out, rather than a repetitive thing. Yeah, it's like the short attention span. That's right. Thing. So yeah, I mean, it's just an idea that I had, and I don't even have Twitter. So um, if you can, you know, if you can write something, it fits in 140 characters, and then you copy and paste it to Terry, then he can, you know, just leave it on his page so people can use it. Yeah. But, but you, you know what, what? Lydia, you got, you got to let people be a little bit more personal with it too. You got to let them put their own words to it. You know. That's what I mean. People should um, figure out, and at the same time, we could have some sort of standard uh, template on Terry's site. But it's not difficult. Uh, do you have a computer now? No, I don't have internet now. You don't have, because it's not It was just an idea. Twitter account. It's no, I don't have one. But if you don't have one, then you can't. I don't well, even have nice internet. Thing- uh-huh. The nice thing about Twitter is you can do it through a cell phone, too. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not on my phone. <laughs> my phone doesn't do stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah. Is it I a mean, flip phone? It's, yeah, it's a little, little, a little basic, you know, very basic. I think these basics are pretty good because they leave them alone. I hear somebody's airplane. I had to take the dog outside to go to the restroom. So, but I think it's a great idea if somebody wants to, you know, make up uh, a week's worth of scenes, we'll put up a schedule and go for it. Mhm. And don't you have to also have like an uh, an account that you want to like? I don't know how it works on Twitter, but. Don't you have to say, like, oh, you want to retweet something from CNN? So you, you post it to the CNN Twitter or something. So if CNN talks about sonic weapons, then you retweet or you, you respond to that yep. particular article with your response, like, yeah, I know about sonic, you know, you know whatever. And then but you have to know, like, the addresses that you want to send them to, don't you? No, actually what you do is you, the tweets go out to the person's followers. So 
the best mm-hmm. way to do is to get a bunch of people involved, mm-hmm. and then when the tweet goes out, get everybody to be involved. Say like, if everybody was following me, I could set up a schedule, and then I tweet it, and then everybody that's following me, we make sure they tweet it to everybody that's following them, and yeah. they can ask their people to tweet it, and that way it kind of spreads like a big balloon, you know, just keeps going outward. Yeah, but, but would, would it also be good if you if you added yourself as a follower to a lot of the media sites, therefore responding to particular messages that, say, CNN or Fox put out there, then you respond as a follower, then everybody who follows CNN gets to see it, right? I'm not sure. Yes. Right. I, so the, I think sure? it would be... It would be easier if we became followers of these big, big, you know, conglomerate Twitter accounts, but and I then we would get visibility. Are you certain it works that way? Because just think how many people follow CNN. Millions. That's what I'm saying. Millions would receive your... That's uh, what I'm saying. You know, get, get yourself on the Donald Trump followers, and then when he says something, you can say something back. And you would get probably a million people reading it rather than just starting up a new following. Well, Donald Trump starting following doesn't make sense because we want to be followed by many people, so it's not right. There's one on here that says the real Donald Trump has his picture, but who knows if that's really him? Oh, I don't. What yeah, I don't know much about how that works, but I was, yeah. you know, is this an idea? And I'm, you know, fertilizing it and sending out the seeds and see it's, if somebody wants to do that. That's way. Donald it's Trump's like, Twitter like, is oh, is real Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's his a, Twitter that's handle. Official. Um, well, they got one too. That's President Donald Trump. Isn't that the one where he? No, I think um, real. Donald no, Trump. he's real Donald Trump. Yeah, his is, at least that's what I've seen, too. It, it just says real uh, in the front of it. You know, also on Twitter, there is a sort of live feed of messages as they get onto tweet, Twitter, and then everybody can read these messages, but not many people sort of have the Twitter account open and then read what is coming in. Do you get me? Uh, yeah. But it goes There's, into the ether. It goes everywhere, but it doesn't end up in their Twitter account. It's just like you know, watching the the chat screen or somewhere. Yeah, but when they when they sign in to catch up on the news, don't they get you know everything that happened that day or you know? Yeah, that that that's at the time if we, if it hits the same time. But otherwise, uh, your idea of following would be uh, relevant. It's not relevant normally. If I tweet something and I don't have any followers, my message would go out at that time and it would disappear. I have messages because these messages are all in all the time. Yeah, you got you got to go in. You got to hook into some big following accounts so you get a lot of visibility. So it says he's got thirty-nine million. Oh, yeah. Thirty mi- right. thirty-nine million. Okay, uh, a check for me if you would. Uh, just you know, pick a media site, a news site, and see how many they got. Uh, 
But let's just look at uh, you read Twitter uh, Twitter postings from uh, Trump. You don't get um, the messages of everybody else commenting on his message, do you? Can we test? I don't know. I, I think have, if it has a relevant hashtag, yes. Uh, I'm not need, sure, though. We need a hashtag. Yeah. Sorry, I just thought of something. Do you have Google Analytics on your website? You have Gmail? Online? Yeah. Yeah. You do? How many hits mm-hmm. are you getting? How many hits are you getting every month? I don't know. I just set it up, and I haven't looked at it. If you need me to help you walk you through it, I would be happy to do that. It's very complicated sometimes. I'd be interested to see how many hits you're getting every month. That's your, you know, that builds a lot of credibility and where these people are coming from. So, for instance, if you did a Twitter bomb campaign, you would be able to see on your website, if you pointed them to your website, you would be able to see the results of how many people on Twitter clicked on the link. Well, one thing that happens... Somebody, and I'm not sure how they did this, but they went in and reset my counters. Uh-huh. Well, you can be yeah. able with Google Analytics to see who did that. Really? It wasn't up when I did it. That's the reason why I went to Google Analytics. Um, Google Analytics uh-huh. is awesome, especially for gang stalkers, because you can sometimes pinpoint their actual location. Like one well, I, can tell you, I can tell you every single... Uh, IP address that's ever visited my site from the day I made it. Yeah. Good. Google Analytics will tell you not just how many visitors you're getting, they will tell you male, female, what language they speak, what device they're using, where, where they are physically at, where they are headed. Google Analytics is like what you were talking about before about us being organized. Google Analytics is an amazing program that could help us tremendously in not only pinpointing some of these people and where these hits are coming from, but also to put a stop to it. Okay, I did it about 10 days ago. It says it says I have 229 different users in the last seven days. That's good. Now you can go to geolocation. You can see Three. where those... Users are 300 you. different seven users. Uh, 86% of my traffic is from the United States. United Kingdom is 5.3%. Canada is 3%. Australia is 1.7%. And India is 1%. That's awesome. Now you can, break, got, you can break it down even further to pinpoint where these people are. Do you understand that? Like you can break it down to the point of knowing... For instance, if somebody's looking at your website while they're shopping in Walgreens across the street. Oh, that's well. I got people from the United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, India, Romania, uh, Bulgaria, Germany, France, and Lithuania that are going to my site. That's kind of cool. That's very cool. I don't think you're going to want to be bogged down with who is sitting in the parking lot unless you're trying to track the gang stalkers through that. Yeah. I well, mean, I don't know if the TIs. Well, I don't know if the TIs would like uh, their privacy violated that way. But I'm just saying, it's. I wouldn't care, but maybe somebody else would. Well, we needed for statistics. Our privacy is already violated. People are aware of the website. Well, let's see. Here's something TIs may not know. Every single website that you go to, whether it's shopping or what, 
it records every address. It records yeah. a whole mess of information from the person that visited it. Yeah. And what you don't know is it doesn't show that it's public or not. But, okay, let's take, for instance, some of the counters at some of the websites. Try going to some of them. Some of them are open counters. You can click on them and see da uh, the databases. Some of them that you have analytics click to, anybody in the public can click that button and look at who went to that website, how many times they visited, what time of day they're visiting. Some of them are very complex. Some people have it set so that the average user can't, but some of them you can. Hey, Terry, is, can you um, look at your traffic and see what – you can see what keywords were typed in to arrive at your website. See how many were direct type-in of the website name and see how many people searched like Gangstalker or what firm they searched to get to your website. I'm interested to know what people are searching for. And does it show? Yeah. Direct, organic. Like some people are well, coming I'm to his because I'm flying, so they're coming directly. Other people are searching like gang stalking, trying to figure out what's happening to them, and they don't even know the term gang stalking. Right. So right. Yeah. That's a good point because some people will come in just from a search on on Google somewhere and find you, and that would be good to know if you're getting new traffic through that or if there are repeaters that you know you already knew. Right. I have only. Only 15 states haven't looked at my website. Can you can you go down to traffic and see how they're coming in? Like what terms they're using to search? I'm looking. It's on the left hand side. Yeah, I know. I'm technology, mobile, benchmarking, behavior, conversions. Um, it's either under behavior or it. I think it's the next subheading under conversions. It it, it should say traffic. It doesn't say traffic. Does it say search? Site content, site feed, site search, overview. No, not that's site search. You don't want that. Um, Further down, that might be one oh, of those. Oh, here's one that says let's see, it says search terms has nothing under it. Uh -huh. Search term has nothing under it? Yeah. So click on search term. Let's see. So and you have to scroll down on the Google Analytics is set up so poorly. You'll have it's to really weird. It's you not, know, reload uh, from the top. Reload from the top and you'll have to scroll all the way down on the right hand side. It's two separate window panes, which is a pain. <laughs> pain for pain. Oh. Is Ann still on the call? Ann from Massachusetts? Hello? 
Terry, can you hear me? Yeah. Is Ann still there? Can you tell? I guess not. Okay. Linda, I emailed you that link in that. I emailed you that link. It's called the library. I think that's what I put in the subject yeah. line. Yeah, thank you. you. Yeah. You're welcome. So is Ellen okay. is having her call tonight? Yeah, is Ann there, though? This is not Ann, right? Yeah. Ann's no. gone? Okay. I'll send her an email. Yeah, Ella's having her call tonight. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.